Welcome to the Freedom Now broadcast, the Freedom Now broadcast. And today we're talking about an interesting issue. I've got my main man, Benjamin, right here. Benjamin Letter. He has been there, done that, got the T-shirt, you know, paid his dues, and now he's back. Ben, what's going on? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I just, I saw... But one of the ways that you could is if you're financially responsible. And one of the issues that is part and parcel of police brutality is qualified immunity. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on right now in Colorado? All right, give me just a sec. Can you can can can, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, I switched. I switched over devices there on the slick, <laughs> so as not to screw up the the recording. Because, uh, well, you know how it goes. So, I was, anyways, I got my earpiece working just fine now. Um, Roger hey, that. The state of Colorado uh, appears to have entered some legislation uh, or passed some legislation uh, to the effect of in, ending qualified immunity, um, which is. Basically, you know, laws that make law enforcement immune to being sued by the public. So this means that, you know, as individuals, so this means like, you know, you have that that rogue cop or, you know, that that, you know, quintessential bad cop, you know, that stereotypical bad cop that goes and does something atrocious that, you know, ends up leading to a lawsuit well you know basically they've socialized what qualified immunity does is it it, it's socialized bad behavior the risks associated with bad behavior so you and i are you know and and you know and joe and sally uh taxpayer are the ones who are financially on the hook for every incident of police brutality basically throughout the country and I guess what Colorado is trying to say is that, you know, the taxpayers don't really deserve to bear the financial burden of individuals, uh, you know, who are, you know, acting uh, under the color of law, but in reality uh, are, you know, acting in such a way that's, that's abusive and leading to, to lawsuits uh, an abuse of power, um, and, and we, the people of, of the United States, you know, no matter where you live, we shouldn't we shouldn't be on the hook for what some bad cop did. He should be on the hook. Him and I think that's it's definitely a game changer. His insurance companies, you know, uh, yeah, it's definitely a game changer, and I see some positives with that. I see some negatives with that, but I think the overwhelming positive is that officers are now going to know that they're responsible for their own actions. Yeah. Yeah. And that, so that's the overwhelming positive. That is scaring a lot of people in law enforcement and rightfully so. You know, there's, they're talking about, they're talking about resigning 
and I think that's a good thing. That is the bad apples. That, that's basically like the bad apples just getting up out of the basket and saying, you know what, we're done. I, I understand what you're saying, and I think you're correct. I think it's a percentage correct. I think you're probably like 75 Yeah, there is no perfect in this world, but generally speaking, you know, yeah. You're gonna lose some. You're gonna lose some good officers, also. Yeah, but it's okay. Know, that's that's okay. Yeah, I guess if you want to make an omelet, you got to break an egg. Yeah, right? exactly. That's that's okay. You know, you there is no there's a there's a law of thermodynamics uh, that basically discusses that you can't get without putting in. So I mean, something has to happen. Yeah, that's the price that we're gonna have to pay. That's okay. Don't be discouraged. That's not that's not the kind of stuff that should be giving people sticker shock here. You know? Yeah. Cause I'm telling you, it's a horrible it, it really is a horrible job. You know, some people are getting paid thirty thousand dollars a year, risking their life, you know. It, now they're that's risking overstate everything the the fact you know so it's not an easy job i think of it like this benjamin i think of law enforcement as a calling you know it's not just a job it's something you have to have the right character the right attitude you know you have to you have to have the right mindset the right physical mental and psychological skills to excel at and then you also have to have a market demand there has to be a market demand for this and there, there, there is not a market demand for the majority of what law enforcement is doing. There's just not. There is no real market demand for the thuggery that is going on. Um, and they can dress it up any which way uh, and hide behind, you know, uh, decades of. Uh, you know, programming from shows like Andy Griffith and all these shows that, you know, that lead us to believe that things are a certain way until you find out the hard way. And unless you've already had an experience to where you found out the hard way, then you probably don't know. You're, you're still under the impression that things are a certain way. But, you know, from what I see law enforcement doing, you know, when I take what you're saying and, and I'm going to deliberately take it out of context here. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna de- go ahead, bro. I'm gonna deliberately say, take what you just said out of context to make a point. Um, if your calling is to put your knee on people's neck, you know what I'm saying? Then maybe your calling isn't good. If your calling is to uh, arrest people and destroy their lives, you know, uh, over victimless crimes, uh, then perhaps your calling is is not the, not a good calling. Um, well, absolutely. I, I I would have to agree with you 100%. But when I say calling, I mean from a deep metaphysical, religious uh, type calling. Yes. Where you're, you know, but you feel an I, obligation. You know, to give a, another example, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that's like someone that's comparable to someone telling me that they were called to preach for Satan. Exactly. That's exactly how I meant it exactly the same way you know and it really all depends on the the nature of this calling that you're talking about you know i mean 
if you want to if you want to protect yeah, your I neighbors think it's a, i think it's a spiritual calling to help society and only certain people are meant to do it i don't think anybody is meant to do this as a job because that's just how i look at it because i know what's at stake they're making us less safe but what because what they've done is they've created a a, a mental and emotional and a physical dependence on this 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 qrf force basically what you were in the military it's a quick response force that's all the police are they're qrf force and you know what that's doing is that's preventing people from doing what they need to do in the moment and instead wait for some quick reaction force that doesn't you know doesn't doesn't get there in time doesn't prevent things and then when they get there you know the the outcome is is often less than desirable and not what the caller the person who originally called uh really signed up for um you know it's it's a percentage you know i mean if you were to look at like in in any other business what business uh can you get away with not having customer satisfaction the reality reality is it's only a percentage of the people that call the police end up satisfied customers they're not satisfying their customers because it is not a customer relationship. They are not, they don't have to satisfy their customers. They've got a monopoly. They've got a state spy. And if you don't pay, they get to put the, they get to point a gun at you and take your money. And that's real. Yeah, that's real in the real deal. Holyfield, you got that right. Speaking of which, uh, man, well, I think we're going to get to see some, some classic fighters come back into the ring here soon, man. It's happening. Uh, oh, you talking about Roy Jones? Roy 